in the book of Genesis, God made all of the stuff and he called it good, except he put this tree of knowledge of good and evil in the middle of the garden and he said, if you eat this, you die. So is the tree good or not? This is really sort of the important question because if the tree is not good, then God is a liar. If the tree is not good, then creation is already not a good place, even if it is mostly good. So when the tree of knowledge of good and evil is put in the Garden of Eden, and if you eat it, you die, uh, we have to sort of come up with a reason that it must be there. And more often than not, we sort of make it to be like a test. It, it's good for God to figure out whether or not Adam and Eve will eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and then die. This is backwards, first and foremost, because it sort of assumes that God actually doesn't know what's going to happen, even though he's God, but more because, well, God doesn't actually will death for anyone. He says it himself. I have no desire in the death of even the wicked, but that they would turn from their way and live. So we don't want to look to God simply for death, but rather we want to look to him for hope. And that's actually the point of the tree. The tree of knowledge of good and evil was not put there as a trap, but as a church. Luther speculates that the tree of knowledge of good and evil was the very first place that Adam and Eve were supposed to go to worship, to receive something from God, to recognize that there is something bigger than themselves that will take care of them. See, it's not Adam and Eve's job to worry about evil because God is going to handle evil. He's going to send his, for his son to die on the cross, rise again from the grave, and save us from all evil. The problem with the tree of knowledge of good and evil being the church is what happens when Eve recognizes that she can't trust it. She starts making rules. You see, when the serpent confronts Eve about the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil, that if you eat it, you die, she doesn't just say don't eat it. She says don't even touch it. She's adding rules to the church because she is afraid of what might happen there. And this is also a thing that we do. We are afraid of God in a building that he might show up to. So either we pretend that he's not actually there and we're just there to talk about him and how great we're doing and impressing him, or we start making up extra rules about what to do in the church so that we can make God happy. Uh, in all of these things, we are missing the point. Maybe Adam and Eve were actually supposed to touch the tree. Maybe there was even like a liturgy for it because God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, doesn't change. And God works with us through ritual. He says, splash water on folks, say in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and there's a baptism. He says, take, eat, this is my body. There is a ritual with these things. The tree of knowledge of good and evil was never supposed to be a trap, but it was actually placed there because a good and loving God had good and loving intentions for it, not to trick or trap Adam and Eve, but to set aside a place where they can recognize that they don't have to worry about being God. There's one to take care of them. There was somebody who was there before them. There is somebody who will be there forever with them. And there is somebody who is job it is to worry about evil. Inside of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, there is this piece of fruit that, that is there to actually contain evil. Just like the tree of the cross, where Jesus is meant to contain evil. We worship at the tree of knowledge of good and evil because we recognize that God is always hanging on the tree, covering evil for you, for me, for us. What do you value? At Concordia University, Nebraska, we value the equipping of church workers for lives of service to both church and world. In a culture where our faith can often be met with derision, our world needs ardent Christian leaders to rise to the helm and steer the next generation of Christ followers into new territory. You have the God-given gifts. We have the tools to uncover and develop them. We are Nebraska's university with values.